available, not available. The only thing that was available was a lot of hashish, marijuana, and oh cocaine. Oh my god. Yeah. Which was really crazy. Kim and I would they come out of our- They were obsessed with Aaron. They were obsessed with me. And what was funny was I got into a pattern of watching them. Um, and one guy hit me up twice, uh, same guy. And I was like, bro, you already asked me yesterday. And he was like, shh. But you gotta tell him, you gotta tell him what they do. So they walk it's up so and they're, weird. they're just like, hey man. Welcome back to the Trap Sess Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And we are coming to you live this week from Lisbon, Portugal. Where are Welcome you? everybody to Lisboa. As the locals call it, which is really funny because we met this guy on a food tour that we did who is awesome, but he was like, kind he of was, one of those he thought yeah. he like knew everything. Well, he was very into like traveling in other countries, but like, really becoming a local and so he always wanted to like correct everybody with the language and well and like correcting our food tour guide who was a local of lisbon or of Of where we athens so it's kind of funny but anyways he's like if you guys go to lisbon you have to call it lisboa (laughs) he actually said to me while we were eating a um a yido he said um if you're gonna go to lisbon then you need to get used to calling it lisboa and I was like, like okay. okay. I was like, bro, listen, um, nobody types in Lisboa into Google and everybody knows it as Lisbon. But so. that is what the locals, I mean, that's in like the language, right? It's like that's language. what it's called. It's what but it's it, was, called. it was just funny because like, I feel like an idiot being like talking to my sister, like we're in Lisboa. Like well, who does that? Right. And the thing is, is like, that's a really good topic because even Rome is Roma, Roma right? Because E is spelled or not pronounced with an A. And Florence is different. Yeah, it's like Florence, you know. Okay, you just made that <laughs> it up. It is. So, anyways, it was just funny. We're in Lisboa. And if you're new to the show, welcome. We are Kim and Aaron, the hosts of this incredible travel show, Travcest. <laughs> We're Healthcare trout, stop mouthing. Okay, I'm like looking at Aaron, and as I'm talking, he's mouthing well, she also words has like to a me. Shit-eating grin on her face. It's like not the first time we've had this intro. Because you're mouthing every single word I'm saying, and it's creeping me out. Well, what's creepy is the clown stare <laughs> that you're doing while you're saying this. I've had a lot of pastiche today, and I'm waiting for you to just get through the introduction, which you do so well. Okay, so we're healthcare travelers traveling for the past nine-ish years. And we are also entrepreneurs getting ready to launch a brand new travel backpack, which we're gonna talk about because, oh my drama, like I feel like so much has happened since the last- I don't even remember where we were the last I'm not done with my introduction. All right, keep going. (laughs) And we are currently traveling the world for a year while we're launching this new business which definitely has some interesting challenges and things that have come up and that we've been currently on the road for the past five weeks almost six almost six weeks so a lot's come up and we're going to kind of talk about all the things in this episode so welcome to the travel says podcast where we talk about all things travel Please prepare for departure. 
All right, so here we are. Yeah, I actually, I was thinking about it. This show is really funny because we've been talking to healthcare travelers. We have Traveler School, which is an online course for healthcare travelers that is open all, all the, the time. time. Go uh, buy we it. We just had a student today. Listen, if you're thinking awesome. about healthcare traveling, go buy the course. It's the best <laughs> money you'll ever spend. I'm it, just throwing that out there. Well, not only that, it's like really hard because like people write us all the time and they're like, dude, I took what you guys taught me and I made 3,400 extra dollars this uh, contract that I never would have made. But it's like hard to put that kind of value on, you know, yeah. in all over the sales page of like, it will make you more money than a person that tries to just figure it out on their own. Or go back and forth with somebody, yeah. like in a Facebook group. Anyway. Is Traveler School the sponsor for this episode? <laughs> They're always a supporter. <laughs> that and like the the Traveler School <laughs> laptop inside the Travcess backpack. Anything that, yeah, <laughs> anything we do like sponsors this podcast. So the Travcess backpack will take you to the cafe, which you can pay for your coffee out of the front pouch of your Travcess backpack while you're going to the cafe to open your laptop to look at traveler school. Perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> that should be like a commercial. That's it, it amazing. It is kind of. It's the actors. But anyway, I was laughing because I was thinking literally everything we're going to talk about in this podcast is module six of the course of how to find housing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we literally well, took every tip we've ever given and put it into effect to find this place that we are doing this podcast in right now in Lisbon. Yeah, which we which is funny because we're going to roll this back and kind of like get into it. But we had, while we were searching for housing in Lisboa, we literally, okay. Lisbon. We, we literally were like, we feel like healthcare travelers. It, nothing changes, right? It doesn't matter if you're traveling in the United States to a new place or you're traveling abroad. Like there's always that, it feels the same when you're, you're you're kind of feeling overwhelmed, there's a lot of decisions to make, you kind of know where you're going, but you're not 100% sure, but you think you're definitely gonna go there, and you're putting out all the feelers, and you're looking for a place, and you're hope, hoping someone gets back to you, but you're still not really sure, and then you just head that direction, and fingers crossed it works out, and it always, I mean again, we've been tra healthcare travelers for nine years, we've gotten housing every single time on our own except once and it's always worked out it always always works out but there are definitely those moments of just like holy crap like i i hope we find a place to well, live and that's what i told kim i was like this is a little the only difference is the fact that we're not glued here it's not like we signed a contract to work at a hospital and i have two days before i start and we don't have a place to live this was like we have a couple days more to find a spot or else we got to go to the airport. <laughs> well, yeah, but not really because there was a lot of pressure on it because no, we weren't starting a contract, but we basically, okay, let's roll it back. Yeah, like roll We got to roll it back because basically we got the email that our bags are going to be going live on Amazon. And so we were like, holy shit, like we have to get into launch mode, which means we need to get settled, right? Well, so even, let's roll this back. Even rolling it back, okay? So what was crazy was our plan when we left Florida, August 23rd, was to have a celebratory, somewhat you would say honeymoon phase, um, vacation phase of like, let's just go and tear Rome apart. Let's really get into it. Let's shoot these YouTube videos. Let's get into a flow with that. Let's get into a flow with our podcast. Like, 
And let's, Greece, and let's go play. And let's go play. And we said we wanted to hit Greece after Rome. And so that's what we did. And we planned it out to where um, we were guessing that we would maybe, if, if 60 days was the time frame of the boat, then we were going to hear something Hold on, by September 27th. you can't just say things like this. Okay. Like, we have to put context around it because if people, like, it's like makes no freaking okay, sense. Okay, well, make it make sense then. So... Basically, we created these backpacks and the manufacturer was shipping the backpacks to Amazon for them to be sold on Amazon, okay? So, when the backpack shipped, they said you have 45 to 60 days before the backpacks reach customs, okay? So, reach the, the border, okay? And once they get cleared through customs, so anywhere between 45 to 60 days, they'll, they should clear customs. And then they'll be en route to Amazon. And then you'll receive an email from Amazon saying, hey, we've received your bags. And then you have a couple more days as they scan everything in and get it ready, okay? So that's kind of where the 45 to 60 days comes from. So we left Florida knowing when did they send out the bags july whatever July 29th so i did the math that it was september 12th was 45 days september 27th was 60 days right okay so that was kind of our thought process of like we have this amount of time that we can go and play and not you know we don't have to worry about the backpacks or the launching or learning how to run this new business anything this is our play time and then when that 60 day mark hits that's when we need to kind of be on the lookout of like Okay, it could be any day now. Right. We don't know when because that's the thing. There's no like exact date of when they say, "Hey, you're here, your bags, and you're about to go live." So, but we figured that was a good uh, window of time that we could just relax until we knew that day was coming. And I also want to say something because I'm really proud of it. Um, Kim and I also did that contract in Palm Springs where we were, you know preparing for launch mode because we weren't actually sure when things were going to happen so it was this constant preparation when we left palm springs and came back to florida we were originally going to go on our year of travel july 27th we ended up pushing that back to august 23rd because we wanted to you know clear up some final things with the backpacks but also have enough time to feel ready so literally we got everything to the point of hitting enter and saying go. Now we have a couple things that we have to go back through, but we knew we were at a point that we were not gonna be trying to learn a bunch of things when the bags got to Amazon, because number one, preparation is how you run a business and being prepared and like understanding everything. And so we basically like, okay, we need to watch a couple videos, catch up on a few things, get some things aligned, hit enter, and we're good to go. And so we have that done. Yeah, like we've already done, done the, prep work. The, the grunt work, right? And now it's just, we have to actually execute. So for me, cause I'm in charge of like, you know, the ads and the marketing and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, I've already learned all the things, but I have to almost relearn in a sense because I haven't looked at the stuff in, in right. probably, you know, six weeks or so. Yeah, so it's kind of like a refresher. And then, yeah, we've already done the hard part, but now it's like, okay, all systems go, everybody in place, going over our launch plan, going over all the, 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 the little details that have to be in place. Because again, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard us talk about it, but we've never had a physical biz, uh, product business before. Yeah. And so, you know, this is all so new to us. And so having the listing, having the copy, having the website, 
you know, having, you know, the inventory, inventory. all of it is like, wow, we we're learning so much and it's going to be a continued learning process. So there's a lot that goes into this whole thing. It's not just like us launching traveler school, which was like, we put a couple months in, we filmed the course, we did the course and I was like, Hey, we have traveler school. And then it was kind of like, it took on a life of its own, but it didn't require that much from us after we had put in the work to create it. It was kind of like done after that. Yeah. This is like, non-stop it's yeah. definitely not a passive income business this yeah. is like it requires a lot of learning attention time hands-on yeah constant yeah and i think as you learn it the time into it dwindles a little bit but it's still a hands-on business it's not literally just click enter on amazon and let it do its thing like, not if you want to like be successful no right? and so what i think is interesting too is i was just thinking about this while you were talking but you know, the being that we're traveling, I actually flew the drone for the first time in Greece, in Milos. Um, and the drone actually has a program that you can go on and you can mock fly. So you can practice flying and getting control of the drone and like how you want to do it and make sure all your controls are good before you actually send her up in the sky. I was just thinking like, not obviously a drone thing, but like Amazon, the crazy thing about them is, is you can't run through the website and like understand how the inventory works and how like its metrics are and how it reads out and so like that's all learning as you go and so that's interesting i was like man if they had like a mock program where you could go on and like see your inventory going down every day and like figuring out like where that stuff is and you can monitor it and see it would be a good learning you can bud you can oh you mean like a like a mock course yeah they had like if they had like oh. a mock like well, so i'm like once we have the backpacks like that's exactly right but at does. that time you're like if you don't know where something is or you don't know like how to read it or whatever yeah. anyway yeah no i mean just to practice you mean yeah just like <laughs> saying like oh i woke up today and like my bags are at you know 15 so i need to like reorder or yeah. how does the reorder thing work you yeah. know it's like all that kind of stuff so yeah anyway. i mean that would be helpful maybe you should write to them and tell them oh, your yeah. idea <laughs> could be your next business venture yeah. okay so Where the whole off last? the whole reason so we, we we left off as saying we were playing in greece right or like we were waiting for the 60 days and so when when that time came we knew that in order to launch and to focus on this business that we needed to, to ground down somewhere for a month, we were thinking, so that we could focus all of our energy, all of our time into, you know, this launch. Like, this business is everything to us. This is what allows us to continue traveling. It's what it's something we're so passionate about. We're obsessed with these backpacks. We've had them now for a couple of months. They've come, you know, on this trip with us. Like, they have made our experience experience as travelers They've exceeded our expectations and we created them we're <laughs> right and it's like i'm obsessed with them i cannot wait to share them with the travel community because i know it's going to change the way people travel i know people are going to be obsessed with them just like i are we are and you know even just the mission behind it of you know a, a person a percentage of all of the money that we make we're going to be giving back before in, we take out any profits right and so we're going to give that to causes that we care about, that are making a positive impact. We want to be able to create our own volunteer trips and using that money. We're calling it the Trav Says Impact Fund. I love but it. 
to be able to make an impact in the world. And that's something we're really passionate about. So to be like, okay, cool. Like when we start selling backpacks, we can start putting money into the impact fund. Right. And so all of it, like, we're so excited about it and like, we cannot wait to get it out there. And so what was I saying about that? I have no clue. Oh my God. Why did I just go on a tangent about how much I love the backpack? I don't know. I literally was just thinking to myself, all I kept thinking about was Trav says impact fund. And I was like, that's, T-I-F, but I was hoping it was like T-I-P. And so the whole time you're talking, I'm thinking, how can I arrange that to T-I-P? So we don't know where I was going with that. I have no clue. I guess the... Okay, I don't know. We're Oh, ground down for a month. Okay, so so we could focus on... Oh, I was saying because this business is very important to us. Oh, because it gets us out of the hospital, but also because we're obsessed with it and we're so excited to like get it out into the world. And so... When you're constantly go, 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 like we are, you know, traveling right through through Greece, through Italy, it was just like a constant every day we are doing something, which is which, which is, is amazing, which is fun, which is a choice, is what we love to do. Like we want to get the most out of everywhere we go. But that type of travel isn't conducive to getting work done <laughs> no, at all. And it's also we become obsessed with filming. And we yeah, and so we started, you know, our YouTube channel and we're doing videos every Sunday. And so we love filming and the editing and just everything like we were just having so much fun but it was we we knew that we weren't going to be able to launch going at that pace right it's it's impossible so we knew we were going to slow down we knew we were going to have to settle somewhere and so we were thinking okay let's settle for a month that gives us full focus to to focus on this launch and then on our downtime because obviously you don't work like all day every day on our downtime we'll get to explore a new city and go out and do all the fun things that we want to do um in a longer period of time instead of just being in lisbon for two weeks or a week we're going to be here for a month so we can work and play okay so that so we knew we needed to go somewhere so i was thinking lisbon would be perfect because A, we're already in Europe, so it's a quick plane flight. B, because I've heard so many incredible things from the digital nomad community, which are basically just like people who work in other countries, in case you didn't know what that was, but like there's these communities in different parts of the world. And they said Lisbon was a great spot for them. Lisbon is like the top five digital nomad places in the world. Yeah, and it's like the huge tech hub of Europe. It's kind of like the San Fran or the... um, funny you said that. Which it kind of looks exactly like Yeah, it does actually. Um, Which is odd. We can talk about that in a minute. But um, yeah, it's like the the Silicon Valley, right? Like a lot of people come here. Yeah, of Europe. Like there's a lot of people that come here that are starting these tech companies. And um, yeah, it's like the tech hub of Europe. Like, who knew? And good for entrepreneurs because it's great Wi-Fi, tons of working cafes, which was really important to us because being in Rome or in Italy, being in Greece, like cafe work culture isn't a thing. Not a thing. Like you don't see people working in cafes on their computers, and if you do, you get like a. No, and we tried, and like they were, they like were giving us dirty looks. Like it's just not part of their culture. So Lisbon is built for that, right? So they have all these working cafes and co-working spaces, and it's just kind of known as like people go to cafes and they work in all the things. And the most important thing was that it was cheap. 
<laughs> cheap. Again, you know, we are, you know, trying to live as frugally as possible. And, you know, because we're in this for the long game, right? So I thought, let's go. We'll find a cheap apartment for a month and be able to just settle in and focus on the launch, whatever. So that's why we chose Lisbon. Yeah, I mean, well, and plus on top of that, you forgot to add the fact that you and I both have been dying to come here. Like, we really wanted to come here. Oh. In general. Yeah, like, like in the, life, the food, I wanted to travel the here. The culture is amazing. Like, the people are amazing. The The buildings here are amazing. Like, I mean, it, like Kim said, it literally, um, they took, it, it's like Portugal, you can tell, was where all of the explorers, most of the explorers came from, right? Because there's little bits of Portugal all over the United States. Like it literally, San Francisco, it looks identical to Lisbon in, yeah. in, in the ways of like the trolley cars and the narrow streets and the hills. And then they even have like a Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. Bridge. It looks identical. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Well, right. And I mean, this was a place that we really wanted to come to as travelers. So we're like perfection place we can come explore that we've always wanted to as travelers also great place to work and start a business yeah. how could this not be the most perfect place so as we were running around greece and again we weren't really planning that much which is crazy because like i'm such a planner and like mm -hmm. i my favorite part about trips is i love not like having an itinerary type plan thing, but I love to like dig in, get the research, where are the restaurants, what do we want to do, where do we want to go, and just having kind of an overall understanding of 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 kind of what we're going to be getting into. You know, it's my it's like one of my favorite parts, even about the traveling part. I right. love the research, the reading, the blogs, the watching the videos, all of that. Well, I didn't really do any of that. So I read some blogs, I talked to some people, they're like, Lisbon, Lisbon, it's awesome, you'll love it, blah, blah, blah. And so when we were, basically we had like a couple of days left in Greece, in Milos, and we we're like, oh, well we're leaving and yeah. we should probably figure out where we're staying and book a flight. And you know, we were just kind of like, yeah, well, in, like I mean, living our you know best I, life. I booked the flight and the room the first night back in Athens, booked the ferry. So like you didn't even really do that and you're usually the planner. Yeah, because I was doing other things. Right. But yeah, like you like took over that. And, but my point was, was saying that was just the fact that like we were, we had two days left in Milos and our next step was we knew we were going to go get settled in and start working, but we had no place to go and no flight booked or anything like that. So like, okay, maybe we should kind of sit down and start figuring this out. Mm -hmm. That was my point. Well, what was funny about that was, you know, again, we knew the 27th was 60 days. And so we were sitting there and we were just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's been 60 days. What are we going to do? And so I reached out to my manufacturer and I was like, hey, like, I don't know if I did something wrong, but like nothing's updating. It's been 60 days. And the next morning he got back to me and he was like, uh, the backpacks have been delivered. And meaning they made it to the United States, which means the UPS tracker came up because now they're off the boat and out of customs and can be picked up by UPS. And so, and that means we knew, I didn't know what port they went into, um, but I knew they had to make it into Dallas. So wherever they had to go to get from wherever they came into the port to Dallas. So we knew 
but it was the day we were leaving Milos. I can I tell a story? So we had been waiting for this email. Okay, because like I said, we just get emails. That's how we kind of know what's happening, uh, like chronologically along the way, you know, next steps. And so we were leaving Milos. We were heading to Portugal. We knew we were coming to Lisbon. Never received an email about the bag. Wasn't sure. Are the bags, are we launching? We're not sure. But like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go to Lisbon anyways. And we'll figure it out from there. Right? Like, because we got to go somewhere. Let's just stick with the plan. So we ended up booking our flight to Lisbon Mm -hmm. without even, you know, knowing if we actually were going to be launching or not. Right? So we were just kind of trusting our guts and we just decided to go for it. So that morning we're leaving Milos. Still no email. I get out of the shower and I go to get my um, like clothes out of my suitcase and his Aaron's computer was in there with like a screen up and I was like, what the hell? Like, what is that? And I looked at it and it was the tracking, the UPS saying like our bags had been delivered, passed through customs. And I was like, holy, holy snarky. Like mm-hmm. I like dropped my towel and like bent over and yeah, like was, booty it was, popped. It was, like, nice. it was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. But it was like, oh my gosh, and now we're heading to Lisbon and it's all working out because, you know, maybe by the time they get to Amazon and in, it'll be like another week. So we'll be settled in, we'll be good to go, whatever. So that was a moment that was exciting. But before that, I I guess it was the day before I was like I we I should start to look for housing well yeah we were like we need a place to go (laughs) but again I'm thinking so that was my fault because I was thinking it's going to be more like a Bali Thailand situation where you know you're going to have tons of you know these short-term options this is like how it was described to me so I thought this isn't going to be a big deal it's going to be easy to find housing it's going to be cheap no problem I didn't feel like I had to put a lot of time and energy into it which again that was a mistake but you also did do some deep diving as it got closer and realized uh uh-oh no it was that day so, so it was that I was like, okay, I need to like find a place to live. But again, I wasn't that stressed about it. So I'm like, it's going to be easy, right? When we were in Thailand, we rented a place for like 400 bucks. Yeah, a month. And it was like this beautiful apartment and like... It was 300 actually, total. I think it was... No, it was 300 cash because I remember he was like, I oh, want yeah, 300... yeah, we gave him cash, he, he gave was, us a deal. I think deal. he said, I wanted 300 US, but we gave him 300 baht and he was like... <laughs> I was like, dude, I wouldn't give you 300 US. That makes no sense. So I went to the store and got him 300 bot. And I think he was upset about it because he was like, I'll give it to you for 300. That doesn't so we, make any sense, bud. Yeah, it was a whole thing. But no, I, you don't remember. It's not it, 300 but. bot. Because what's, three, what's 300 bot equivalent to in US dollar? Well, we gave him equivalent bot to 300 okay. US oh, dollars. Okay, I got Okay, because I'm like, that would be like five bucks or yeah, something. You know? That's true. Okay, but I thought it was going to be something similar. That's what I was thinking. And then I started to look on Airbnb. So I started there. And it it was everything was like $2,000, 25000 3000 3, Or $2,500, $3,000, 3500 I was like, holy shit, like this isn't expensive. Like we, we, actually, we could get an apartment in New York City. We actually saw this like pretty like basic i actually think it's less nice than the one we're staying in now uh for forty four thousand dollars for a month and i'm like what what is 
Yeah, I don't, yeah. So I started to like panic a little bit. And then um, I joined, as I do, even as a healthcare traveler, I always tell people this is a great way to try to find housing, even though you have to be very aware of scams. scams 100%. Which freaking sucks. Damn scams, which I got somebody messaged me in one of the groups and you could tell it was a total scam. Um, but a Lisbon digital nomad group and then a Lisbon housing group. And so I got in the group and I was like, you know, what's what we're looking for? Can somebody help? Blah, 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 blah. And people had reached out, but it was either they were renting a room or, you know, just like nothing was really clicking. And then shout out to Joe Daniels, who's a traveler school student and friend and traveler and he had just come to Lisbon and so he's like let me reach out to my tour guide and see if she could give any insight into finding housing so he comes back with an app called Idealista and it's basically an Airbnb type of app but it's for uh, Portugal and Italy Italy and Spain and And I started scrolling through I'm like oh my god freaking jackpot like 900, 800, oh yeah. 700, yeah. and they were nice apartments. Beautiful. I was like, see, this is what I was thinking. So it was like Airbnb, super expensive, as it is in the States as well. Like Airbnb has just gotten so out of control and it's so expensive. That's always really our last resort. Like when we're taking a contract in the in the US, just side note, we always end up getting like an empty apartment and renting furniture because we usually save so much because Airbnb is like outrageous. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the St. Louis area, it was like 23, uh, 24, 21 around that area that we were living in. And then we ended up finding an apartment for 13 for short term and rented furniture and everything included was $1,300 out exactly. the door. Right. And it was a little bit more work and effort, but I mean, you're saving over a thousand dollars like that's a lot of money you can put that towards something else right so anyways i'm looking at this app and i'm like jackpot like i'm like this is it there were tons that i thought were a great match for us at first i was being super picky with like the neighborhood because i had this i wanted to stay in the estrala lapa area it's like cool like digital nomad friendly lots of cafes kind of hipster foodie whatever so at first I was being really picky and, and and then I was like, screw it. Like I wasn't getting it. Nobody was getting back to me. So I was like, let me just like, I'll, I'll, we'll go anywhere. You know? So I, I reached out to like probably 15 different people or more. And they all said that was the other issue is that they all said that they were short term. So like month to month and whatever. So I'm like this walk in the park, like we got this. So I relaxed a little bit and then a day goes by still don't, I don't hear anything and not nobody is getting back to me except a couple people did just to say like not available and now we're on the plane heading to lisbon now we're on the plane heading to lisbon aaron booked an, a hotel for two nights mm-hmm. in lisbon so we knew okay we have a hotel we're going to that's a very nice hotel that was an amazing hotel by the way it had like a little loft I mean, the Wi-Fi was shit, but... That was the only complaint. We couldn't upload Actually, anything. the next night, the, the first night we couldn't do anything. We couldn't upload. Yeah. The upload speed was zero. I couldn't upload to Instagram but story, but we could do everything else. Yeah. yeah, that was the issue. But like super cute place, very comfortable. Full kitchen. Full kitchen, great location, yeah. downtown. So we're like, cool, like kind of like we do in healthcare traveling. Like if we haven't found anything, 
We'll head that direction. We'll get a hotel. We'll get a hotel. We'll get a lay of the land. And then we'll get on the ground and we'll find something. That's usually always what happens. And so we're like, we'll figure it out. I was like, somebody will get back to me. 100%. We'll figure it out. So we get there and we get settled in. Well, I wanted to mention too, what? one of the things that I really thought was cool with Idealistic because we've never used it was like, I'd rather be on the ground with this app because if somebody does get back to us, we can hop in an Uber and go over there and you know exchange money via hand instead of like wiring stuff because I don't know the app like you know but I mean it is very safe I've read I read tons of reviews but still I would rather still exchange never yeah I wouldn't do it and and a lot so the thing with Idealista is it's a lot of um, uh, real estate companies that run the listings and not necessarily like an Airbnb where it's like an owner like a private owner it's not like a company so that was the other thing so you're kind of going through this company which is safer yeah I did have somebody reach out um, at first I was like excited but they reached out because it was in the Facebook group they messaged me and I said what's at me he's like oh I've got this place it's great send pictures he's like a thousand euro i'm like perfect i mean again i was thinking we were gonna spend like 500 but then i started thinking okay i guess if we can get under a thousand that's pretty good like it's not as cheap as i thought it was but like that's pretty a month mm -hmm. a thousand whatever and he's like okay so like i'm gonna have my lawyer drop the contracts and then send them to you and i was like okay well um we're gonna be there in two days so we'll come see it and then we can exchange money then and then it was freaking crickets. Like yeah. never heard from him again. So there's a red flag. And this is the second time a scammer, remember the guy in Palms or uh, Santa Barbara? Yeah. It was the same thing, I'll have my lawyer. Cause yes. I feel like they're trying to sound like they're not a scam. Right. But I, but like lawyers, that sounds so freaking scammy, dude. Like housing. I don't think so, right? No. no. Like that just sounds scammy. Yeah. Anyways, then I had someone else send me this other website that I think was like a scam because then I went on Google and it was kind of, it was like university something. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's geared towards like students. And it was, this seemed like it had a lot of great options. And I was like, let me just Google like this company. And like so many reviews came up that said it was a scam and they had all these issues. And so I stayed away from that. So anyways, you have to be careful with all of that kind of stuff. But um we get here we get settled in and again the only people who are getting back to me are saying like sorry it's not available and i'm like fuck no. what are we gonna yeah, do not available not available not available the only thing that was available was a lot of hashish marijuana and oh cocaine my god yeah which was really crazy kim and i would they come were out obsessed of our, with Aaron. they were obsessed with me and what was funny was i got into a pattern of watching them um, and one guy hit me up twice, uh, same guy. And I was like, bro, you already asked me yesterday. And he was like, shh. No, you gotta tell him, you gotta tell him what they do. So they walk it's up so and they're, weird. they're just like, hey man, hashish, you smoke? And I'm like, nah, dude, I don't. And then they're like, uh, marijuana? And I'm like, nah, man. They're like, cocaine? I'm like, no, <laughs> like definitely not. Like I'm straight and narrow, dude. Like that's what I kept telling him. I was like, you got a good place where I can grab a beer or something? Yeah. And like, they're just like, shh like stop talking to me and they like keep moving and then I would watch them they would ask me and then they would walk by hundreds of people and they wouldn't ask anybody and it's like am I do I just look like a hashish marijuana cocaine you user? look like, suspect because <laughs> like you come out you have like your hoodie on I don't have and, a like, hoodie 
You have I'm like not a wearing limp my hood because of your like broken foot. So <laughs> you're okay. like wobbling through the streets walk. with like your like big sunglasses on. Like you look like you could be into some shady shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, babe. Wow. I mean, I like it because you look like a bad boy. Okay. But it was just crazy because you couldn't walk down the street without somebody asking you if you wanted drugs. And that's never, actually, that's happening in Mexico. And I've never been to Mexico. Well, when I went to Cancun, it happened in Bali. Oh, uh, the Gillies, they they want they ask you if you want mushrooms, yeah. yeah. But it was just like weird, and they were like aggressive. I mean, they were not. They, they weren't, weren't aggressive. Well, just coming up to you and be like, "Do you want cocaine?" Like, it was just like one guy actually. I was on the phone with T-Mobile, yeah. and I just like, <laughs> oh god, let's me, not talk about that. Behind me here, oh, behind me here, this whisper. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, no. It's just so weird. Yeah. Like, you just hear whispering yeah. in the dark. Like, it's not in the dark. But They're in the park. Like. But, then, but then we saw they got uh, they got a crew. They did get a crew. They score. I mean, I'm sure people come here and they're like, yeah, I want some marijuana or but whatever. Like I told Kim, though, it's funny because then I'm like, I actually almost wanted to say yes just to hear, like, now what? Like, do I get in a car with you? Do I Could go I- to some apartment with you? Like, that's like... Game over. You either hand it to me now, or like I'm not going nowhere with you. Like that's where they always say like people in other countries mm-hmm. get in trouble when you get into the drug game. Yeah. Like it, even if like yes, marijuana in my opinion, personal opinion is just like it's crazy. Like it's not a big deal. At not all. a big like, deal. But like in another country, when somebody's like you want to buy it, and then they're like follow me, and then you don't know what you're getting into, and like, it's illegal. And it's illegal, here. like, yeah. that's when you start, I mean, what, then they steal all your stuff? Like, you never know. Or like, kill you. Well, okay, you were like, they'll kill me or rape me, and I'm like, babe, I, I, mean, uh, I don't know. I don't like, like that word. I don't either, but you were just throwing it out like Well, because I was like, I don't know, it's really sketchy. Like, I wouldn't get involved sketchy. with that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could see if it was, like, the conch man who was out in the water with, you know, weed in the conch that's shell. That's Jamaica, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he, like, hey, he hands it to you right there under the water. You hand him the the... You know, payment in a Ziploc bag. It's a good system. Yeah, like it works. The people here, like, Psst, yeah, like, follow me, bro. And you're like, no, it's yeah. not Alice in Wonderland. Like, it's not a vibe. No. Which just to um, give a little background to the conch man, because I feel like you can't just no, like yes, you, can't you can't just say that without yes, you can. no, you can't because yes, can. no, you can't because you're like it's what? Not the story for this time though. It's it's a man in Jamaica. Yes. He hangs out at like breezes. He and snorkels over from another island, and you just see his snorkel coming like through like the blue water, and he like blows up the water like to let him know. Okay. That he's You're gonna totally traumatize this. He does three blows, no, and okay. the water, like you know he's here, but he stands out in the water, and he has like octopus and like different things. And conch shells. And conch shells on his stick, and like you people know conch shells on his what. <laughs> What? Conch shells on his what? On sticks. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I thought you said conch shell right, on his... sketch. Anyway. Slim Shady. All right. And they... And so he, he basically... He has weed. And, like, people... We knew because we met a local and they told us about him. They're like, you got to go out to the conch man. And basically you swim out to him. It's not that deep. He's, like, standing. <laughs> but, like, he stands off the resorts. And you swim out to him. And then... You give him, he gives you money, or he, he gives you weed in like a plastic bag. In a conch shell. In a conch shell. And then you give him, we gave him like a 10 
$10. And it's like this beautiful exchange. And then I brought him a sandwich. Yeah. And it was like a moment. We were like posing with the octopus. Because yeah. you have to pretend like he's like putting on a show. Yeah. So like people, so like the authorities don't think he's selling. I mean, they know what he's doing. Yeah, I know. But like they I don't literally think they like one person is slipping in the money while the other person, well, I'm sure there's one person, but like you put a show on your head, he takes your picture with a GoPro or whatever, so on and so forth. All the meantime, under the water, you're passing along your, your stuff. It was literally the worst night of my life. Uh, anyway, now we can move on back to Lisboa. That was hashish, by the way. No, it was not. I you was... don't even know what hashish is. <laughs> I feel babe. like it's intense. Okay. It's lace. It's circus? That was definitely lace with something because I was out of my mind. But anyways, so that's the story. Like, you can't just say Conk Man and not put any type of story behind right. it. Well, Plus, it's a funny you're, story. You're welcome. It's a funny story. Now you know who the Conk Man is. So if can, you're going to Breezes or uh, what are the nice resorts? Can we just finish it real quick with the swab of the hands? Because I just think that's such no, a moment. Yes. You don't have to go there. It's funny. It's part I of the like story. I feel like we've told this story before. No, we... I've never told this story before. You've never told this story on the podcast before. I guarantee you. 100% not. I could have already told it and been done at this point. Okay, go ahead. So, so Kim's freaking out. I was perfectly fine. I had literally had... We don't even have to get into the details, but it was laced with something. No, we, it was not. We met friends. They came up to our they room. They were fine. We were smoking. I, it affected me some way because I like lost my mind. Granted, we don't smoke very much. Like maybe. Ever. Maybe like once or twice a year or something yeah. like just for fun where we like to like eat and hang out, whatever. And just like watch the Food Network yeah. <laughs> and and laugh. And this was nothing like that. It was, I felt like I was out of my mind. So anyways, I was freaking out. The next day we were leaving Jamaica and I woke up and I still felt just like, holy, what was that? Like I was out. I still felt really weird. And I was nervous because, you know, we'd done drugs, you know. <laughs> And, and thank God, because we got a pipe to smoke out of and Aaron wanted to keep it. And thank God we didn't. I said, no, there's there's like uh, res in there. Like you oh gotta ditch God. that. Okay, like, come go. on. Do you ever watch like freaking, what is it? Like border patrol or whatever? Locked like, up abroad, they're not gonna lock you up for residue. You never know. So I was freaking out. So thank God we got rid of the pipe. We go to the airport. And this is, at this time, now it's happened to me so many times, but at this point it never happened to me, so I didn't know this was a thing. But as we're going through security, they pulled me aside. They, they did, took your passport and boarding pass. They took my passport, my boarding pass, and my stuff. They pulled me out and they didn't like give me any information. I couldn't like talk to them about like, hey, what's up, what's going on, blah, blah. They took me and then they swabbed they put my- They in a room. But before they put me in the room, they swabbed my hands, and I thought they were swabbing to check for drug to see if I had smoked weed, oh and if if it popped positive that they were going to take me to jail. All I kept saying was like, "Don't say a word." Well, of course, like I I get so nervous and and I don't lie, so I'm just like <laughs> confessing all of my sins. I'm like, "I did it. Lock me up. Take me away. And Throw like, away the key." They're like laughing at you. <laughs> I know. Like, I was like, "No explosives." Yeah, they were checking for explosives, so I didn't know. I'm like, "I'm done. Like they're going to see weed all over my hands." Like, I'm getting locked up. Like, locked up abroad like Kim Gibson. Kim Gibson locked up abroad for something she did the night before. 
I didn't know. I was under pressure and I freaked out. And then they took me into a room and searched me naked. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It wasn't naked. Okay. They did look down my pants. No, they didn't. They like peeked. Like, no, they, you know, okay. You know the say kid, you promise. You know the kid? No. You peeked to see. Say, say you, <laughs> no, you know. You peeked in the diaper <laughs> to, to see if they pooped? If they made a mess. That's <laughs> Say you promise. Say you promise. They peaked. Say you promise. They did. Say you promise. Okay. They but didn't. They felt me down. Okay. That would have you down. That would have been really funny though if they did like a diaper check. Okay. <laughs> and then they searched my entire bag. So if that pipe would have been in there, I would have gone to jail. No, you wouldn't. Have. <laughs> They're they, looking there was for rest. transport. People that are transporting large amounts, not residue. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Well, anyway, I to I'm me glad it was told, like because it would have just been a mess anyway. But I'm glad anyway. We're that was a moment that's for me, literally babe. Literally, Jamaica, 2007. I know, but like, don't do drugs in other countries is the moral of the story. So when Agreed. you're in Portugal and you hear hush, yeah. whispered in the night, just walk the other direction. Don't okay. be like me and almost be two seconds away from being locked up abroad. Okay. In where were we again? Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. So back to Lisbon or Lisboa. So anyways, that all happens. We uh, wake up the next day, still don't hear anything. So like, hey, next step. This is another thing that we do as, as healthcare travelers. And well, we've done this a couple, once, twice. I think I've done it like twice. Three times a lady. Yeah. But we'll go to or call go to or call a realtor place that does rentals. And we actually found a place in Bellingham. We yeah. wouldn't have found a place without doing this. They led us to this place and it was absolutely perfect. You know, there's only one place in Bellingham we know of that does short term leases. Yeah. And it took us there, yeah. So I I saw on the Idealista that like a lot there was Century Twenty One and there was like all these different places. I'm like and the the place that I really wanted that was perfect, and it was the in the neighborhood, the cool neighborhood that I wanted to be in. I was like, Century Twenty One. I got the address. I'm like, let's just go there and talk to them. Talk to them in person instead of this messaging game, right? Because you can also call, but it's weird to call because, like, I tried a couple of times, but then it's like we. The we don't, message machine was in Portuguese. I didn't so get you don't it. Know it was like to too much. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, let's just go. Let's just walk there and talk. So on the way there, we had to stop by Vodafone because Vodafone's a cell service here and uh, my SIM card wasn't working that I got in Greece and so I didn't have any service. And so I had, anyways, I had to get a new SIM card. Aaron's on the phone with T-Mobile because we're like, this is ridiculous. Like we should be able to use our T-Mobile service because it says it's international, but like we can never use it. So he's like, I'm just going to freaking call and see what's up. And so I call and yes, there is an international plan for when you travel. It is $50 a month and it gives you 4G to 5G uh, coverage in over 200 and something different countries, which is amazing. And so I'm setting all that up. It's, it took over an hour and we get done and I'm talking and Kim says, um, I think I threw away my team. No, I had like... Card. I had this gut feeling like as he was talking, I was like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh my God, where's my T-Mobile SIM card? And P.S. we were spending this $40, $50 a month. Between 30 and 60 euro. Trying to get SIM cards and the hassle and you have to do all these things, whatever. So I was like, 
T-Mobile, that's a, like, yes, that's perfect. So as he's telling me, I was like, oh my God, I had the worst feeling. And we had this box. We've, I've had three SIM cards now at this point. And so my T-Mobile was in a box with my another SIM card. And I was cleaning out my backpack. And I remember trying to transfer what was in that box into the new one to kind of keep things organized and get rid of what I didn't need. And I had this sinking feeling that I forgot to take my T-Mobile SIM card out of that box and I threw it out. And I was like, oh my God, A, he's gonna freaking kill me. B, oh my God, cause I'm in another country. How, you know, whatever. It's a SIM card to my phone, my life. <laughs> like, holy shit. So I didn't want to tell him. And then I was like, fuck, I have to tell him. So I did. And then you went batshit bananas and basically freaked out. So I was like, listen. I still, like, it's still. Pump the bricks. I was like, let's go home. Stomach. It might be, I think it might be there. I, I don't know for sure. So first, let's go to Century 21. Let's talk to these kind people. And then let's handle, like, one crisis at a time. All right, so we'll take it in order. So we get into Century 21. The nice lady was there. She goes and grabs this awesome guy. He comes out. Come to find out the listing that Kim really liked. Was his. That was his personal listing. Like, well, it wasn't his personal apartment. It was his listing. He is the realtor that lists that and manages it. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that's not available. Well, so he said, so basically they didn't, they don't do short-term rentals, but he, he said, let me make some calls for you to my friends who I know do apartments and this and that. And he's like, you know, a lot of these uh, properties that you see are for a year. So like if it has a realtor place on it, usually it's, it's not going to be month to month. It's going to be like a year. But he's like, let me call my friends and see if I can find but a place. But he also said that a lot of that idealist uh, listings changed yes. with COVID. Yes. They used to be short term. They changed it to long term because of all the COVID restrictions and the cleanings and the turnings and the, all the different things. It's just better to do long term only, which I would argue well, people like, there's tons of availability. So obviously they're not renting long term. So Yeah, but people weren't moving right they, they were staying they were staying and there wasn't travelers coming in so so that's kind of what happened with this short-term rental game that yeah if you're a digital nomad and you want to come to lisbon and stay for a year you can find some great fantastic apartments very affordable very nice easy but after covid like you said things change where it's not as easy to get these month-to-month -month places or these shorter-term things. So that's why I was like, why is it so hard? I thought it was gonna be the easiest thing. Granted, we could have, it wasn't that hard. We could have gotten an Airbnb for, for $3,000. Well, and I said to Kim when she was looking at that, I was like, if, we, if I would have said to you, hey, I got this great idea, if we were in Greece, and I was like, I got this great idea. I got a free flight, first class, home, we should launch our business in New York City. You would have, she would have looked at me and been like, you're batshit crazy. Like we left to have cheaper accommodations to be able to launch this business and put the money back into the business and be able to travel the world for a year. Why would I launch in New York? But that's basically what we were doing with the rent the we would price. have been paying in Portugal. Yeah, it was like ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like totally unexpected, but 
That guy was so awesome. He sat and he called like six, six people. people. And he was like, I'm sorry, guys, I'm really trying to help you out. And he's like, you know, either they don't have anything available or it is available, but like there's, you know, a couple weekends booked within that month. So like it's not. So, you know, it was like, and then he's like, there's a place that's available in two weeks, but we're like, no, like we need a place now. Like, you know, and, um, and then he just gave us a lay of the land and, and kind of explained it. So we understood, I guess, more. Cause I'm like, why are people saying such a different thing? So we ended up leaving without any no and then we went back to our because now all i could think about was that damn sim card and come to find out she did throw it away and so we're basically going to be buying um vodafone sim cards until we can get back to the united states well i was like can't they just ship it but they can't you have to either be in the united states mexico or canada which i think is bullshit (laughs) but they don't have a t-mobile store they could just ship it to my address. Yeah, I don't know. How you know? But anyway, um, so that sucked. But uh, we got online. And then what I love is we started reverting back, again, the skills that we've learned from healthcare traveling. And we're like, what if we change our dates? And so instead of like moving out the day we check out of that first hotel, let's move it to like Monday. And let's see what happens. Because maybe people were booked through the weekend. They leave Sunday and the place comes available Monday and then it's open for the rest of the month. Let's check that out. Sure enough, on Airbnb, it popped open with a lot more listings than we had originally thought. And then we went to our ace in the hole. We messaged the people first. We found three that we really liked, two of them worth messaging. We reached out and said, hey, we're planning on staying at least a month. Almost a month. Almost a month. Do you do... Uh, you know, will you do an additional discount because we're staying that long in your place? And then we just sit and wait. And sure enough, like the guy of the place that we're in right now reached out and offered us $600 off. We got this place for 1300 euro, which is insane. Which is, but it's still, it's still expensive. It's still like 1500 It's almost $1,600. So granted yes but we're in here 20 something days yeah but again i was thinking like it was going to be way cheaper because then we were like oh should we go to istanbul oh should we fly to turkey oh should we you know we were trying to think of other options right we're like this is way more expensive but then when we calculated a cost of the flight to get wherever and then have to get settled in another city and go it's like it, it didn't even make sense no because i literally found out that like istanbul i looked and you know it's another digital nomad spot it's a booming kind of area and they were like running between a thousand and twelve hundred for a place for like a month and so i'm like well you do the math and then a 700 dollars flight and then like transportation and a hotel and yeah i mean that's over two thousand dollars right there why don't we just bite the bullet and stay yeah in this one? yeah and so we ended up getting this place again and gave us six hundred dollars off too because it was over two thousand and uh it's absolutely perfect oh my god it's literally if you guys watch our IG, we just checked in today if you guys watch our ig story that's one reason to watch our instagram story because at kim and aaron g at kim and aaron e-r-r-a-n-g um it, we do it you know as we're going through it and like it was kind of a cool moment because this is like built almost like a workspace like yeah. it has this awesome bedroom awesome bathroom amazing kitchen with a washer 
And then it has this like living room, but it's like tile, like blue speckled tile with like a big round table in it and then like a lounge and then like a chase lounge and then a couch and a TV. And that's it. And then a nice balcony. And so it's like this workspace. It feels very office It's like dormy. Yeah. And then there's like French doors that close. So it's like right now we have them closed. We're like in the quote unquote office. And then when we leave, we can like go into the bedroom. And it fe- yeah, it feels very office It's very comfortable. We have everything that we need. It's got a cool running trail down by the water, which is awesome for us. Like walking trail um what scooter trail scooter trail we're in of course scooters. we have an amazing running trail on the water that goes for miles right outside our place we have a pedestrian bridge that takes us there and the planes are coming in oh, yeah. you run under the um portugal or lisbon's golden gate bridge so if you picture the golden gate bridge it looks identical and like we can run along that there's people walking running very active there's restaurants it's like an amazing waterfront place, and I'm, my foot is like not in right I know. shape. I'm just so bummed. Yeah, for those who missed it, Aaron broke his toe in Bologna when we were leaving for Greece. Did you say Mr. Aaron? I said, for those of you who missed it. Oh my God. I thought you said, for those, Mr. Aaron broke his toe. And I'm like, that's amazing. Okay. No, I think I'm going to start calling you that. Mr. Aaron. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so literally we talked about it in one of our podcasts, but... But you broke it, he broke his toe. It's definitely broken. And then he ran 3.2 miles this morning when well, I told I like you to not I told you I not like to, to do that. It was six miles on the treadmill, but according to my watch, it was 3.6. Yeah, which is such bullshit. So you th- and it said, the treadmill said you were running at like a five, right? It said I was running at like a 540 pace. Like, yeah. It's six miles, but really you only ran 3.2 at like a 10 minute mile. 3.6, don't Sorry, 3.6. But again, you're running with like a broken toe and now your toe is hurting. Well, it always hurts, but I was just like, huh, maybe I can like push it into submission. Oh my gosh, you can't. It needs to heal and to rest. But anyway. No, I wanted to say something. We've been going, I think, over an hour now. That's okay. I have something to say. Um. You know, I'm really grateful to be here. We're really comfortable. This is a great place for us to relax and to work and then to explore Lisbon, right? When we have time off, like we have a food tour booked, we're doing a walking tour this this weekend and get out and explore the city. So it's perfect and it all worked out as it always does. But I will say, knowing what I know now, coming here for this long period of time like we did was a mistake to launch our business here. Because again, it's $1,600. That's a lot of money right now for us, right? But I also want to say COVID had a huge play in that. Right. Well, no, I know. But I'm okay. saying, no, 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 I'm not. I'm saying like if I would have done some of the research before and kind of saw the the housing situation, I would have said, okay, maybe that's not the best Where idea. Where would you have gone? I don't know, I guess. That's what I'm right, saying. I know. That's why it's so weird. That's what I'm telling you. Like don't... Mexico, I guess. Okay. We were just going to all of a sudden leave and go from Greece to Mexico? That was right. never that part of the plan. I know. I know. I'm just saying 
If, if, right, because it's like all the borders were open. Just choke. Yeah, that was weird. I'm choking on my pastiche. Um, if all the borders were open, we would have went to Bali because or Thailand. Yeah, because they're that. Those are our favorite countries. It's a great working environment. It's so cheap. The, it's the, the Wi-Fi is insane. The cafes are great. So, anyways, but that's not the case, right? That that wasn't an option, or that's where we would have went for this period of time. Again, because we're still traveling and we're still gonna be traveling the world, but we do have to travel very differently because we are you know, launching this business and gonna be working. So we'll be traveling slower and also having adventures on our downtime and that kind of a thing. So anyways, that's what we would have done, but that wasn't an option. So it all worked out as it always does. It's just more expensive than we thought it was gonna be. That's well, all, that's and, all. And if you were listening intently to the story that we were telling, we left the first hotel and then we changed our booking date for uh, mm -hmm. Monday, but we had a gap for two days. We didn't even tell that story. I forgot about that. I mean, I didn't forget, but like, it's like the best part of the story. It really is. Okay, so this will be our last story. We'll send you out with this. We'll send you out. A this good, feel-good story. This was amazing. So we met, when we were in Santorini, we did a wine tour. Highly recommend. Highly Santorini wine tour. Dude, it was Greece amazing. Wine has become my favorite wine in all regions. Don't have Portugal wine. We literally no, went to the eh, market. Yeah, that's going. That's coming in the store. Okay, okay. So we met this couple, Jessica and Derek, who are amazing. And you know, when you meet people and you just click, right? You just click. Like I immediately like their energy and they were just like so easy to talk to and so <laughs> like, fun. I hadn't even sat down in the, because they split Kim and I up in the van. And so I sat in the middle row, Kim sat in the back. And before I even sat down, I heard Jessica like introduce herself to you. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's kind of like somebody willing to just like straight up introduce themselves and Derek. It's like, hi, I'm Jessica. This is Derek. Like, nice to meet you. As you should. As you should. Yourself. Most people just sit very quietly. Yeah, you, you know, should introduce yourself. Correct. Right. But like I'm the saying, couple up front never said a word. Yeah, they did. They talked to me. No, no, no. Up, oh, the up front. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Yeah. They literally didn't say any word. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. So I knew like their life story. They knew mine. Like on the ride there, Aaron hadn't even like met them because he was talking to the couple next to him mm -hmm. who was also really cool. They were from New York City, which yep. love. And then... Anyways, so we all just were like hanging out and they're entrepreneurs too and they work online and they travel and all the things that so we had so much in common. It was like one of those awkward things where there were six of us and our guide and the four of us were just like trying to be in our own little like world. Like we had so much to talk about and then we constantly kept getting interrupted and like by the guide who was like trying to teach us about the wine. We're like, we don't give a fuck. Like give <laughs> us the wine and get out. We're like talking. Yeah, pour the wine. We're trying to talk. It was really funny because they were, they, we just had so much fun. So then the next day, we ended up meeting them for dinner. Well, mind you, we got picked up for this wine tour at 9.30 a.m. Oh, yeah, that's so true. A.m., people. I'm like, who wants to drink wine at 9.30? And, and that's why I said, who's going to be on this tour? And Right. And I tried to change it the day before. I said, because they had a sunset tour, which I was like, how did I freaking miss that? Why would I book the day tour? Like, ugh, who wants to drink wine? 
And the night before, we had gone out with another couple uh-huh. that we had met on a food tour in Athens. So we were out late with them, and we were drinking wine, we were just talking and having so much fun. So we went to bed way later than we were supposed to. And I woke up and I was like, I don't want to go on this tour. I felt like crap. Like, I did not want to drink wine. I didn't want to talk to people. And it was funny because as the van pulled up, we were the last pickup and air goes, that better not be our fucking van. Yeah. And it was Because it was packed. Like, I was like, I'm not talking to anyone. That's what we said. Yeah. I was like, I'm not talking to anybody. And, which is, oh, and I, and I couldn't change the sunset, right? right? They were like, sorry, it's booked. This is what it is. So we were both just like, oh, fuck. Mm. So anyways, we get in. Of course, you start talking and you wake up and it becomes fun. And you're like, oh, and then. After that first sip of wine. And then you have that first sip of wine. You're like, on, what was I thinking saying I didn't want to drink any wine, you right. know? So Jessica and I were talking and she, the funny part was she felt the same way where she was like, I didn't want to come. Like we almost canceled because I was like, I don't want to go. I don't feel like talking to anybody yet. So it was like the exact same story. And then we ended up meeting and just hitting it off. And I'm so glad because I couldn't imagine not meeting them or being on that tour without them. Like they were, right. it was just amazing. So anyways, we meet them for dinner the next night. Which we planned on meeting that night because the tour ended at 2.30. But we were like, uh, I don't know, man. We just need to go home and go to sleep. Well, no, you and I were like, we're either rally yeah. and keep going or we're done. That's right. We made reservations for four. Yeah, we're like, we'll go home. We'll get, we'll freshen up and then we're, we got to keep going. I was like, if I go home and like lay down and take a nap, I'm done for the night. Surprisingly, you weren't though. That's the power was of grease wine. Don't you remember? We took a nap. We woke up. We're and like, then we wow. had gelato and watched the sunset. Yeah, we felt great. Had That's euros. That's so true. That was a great night. It was. But anyways, we're like, we're not going to go out to dinner and do the whole thing. So we I said, couldn't have started drinking again. Hell no. So we're like, we'll meet tomorrow. We'll both be in Ia. We'll have a good dinner. It was the day before they were leaving. You and know. us. Oh, we're going to Milos. We're going to Mimi. Yeah. yeah. Mimi. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, keep talking. Okay. Relax. Keep talking. So, <laughs> so keep the story moving, boo. So we met them no. for dinner, and we just again had so much fun because they're big entrepreneurs, right? So well, when they say big entrepreneurs, yes, they're big entrepreneurs, but they're very successful. Yeah, very, very successful. Very successful. Like, uh, yeah, very successful. Been in the game for a long time, and it's cool because Jessica and I. We're both spear junkies. So is Aaron, but like we actually both went to the master class. Um, any spear junkies um, out there? I volunteered. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's true. You, so you've no, been there yeah, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. And she my had, job was to watch Gabby in the hallway. That's true. You were there, okay. and we watched the digital course together. Yep. So we already have that like mindedness, and um, she also has an online business where she teaches like other online businesses about copywriting and to build a six figure copywriting business. So it's like, we kind of get that world. Right. And then he's like a very successful has built this huge company. That's basically SMS for businesses on phones, which is crazy because like, that's what we use for mm-hmm. our community. They're more political. Yeah. But anyway, so the conversations are just like, flowing because we're like these baby entrepreneurs and they're like these big badass entrepreneurs and so you know we were asking them questions and they were asking us questions and we're you know we were just going back and forth and we're like okay listen like we're sorry like we you know 
I don't want this to feel like we're trying to like. Yeah, I was like, this well, isn't. You're I not like coaching us. Yeah, I didn't want it to be a coaching session. I wanted to get to know them more. And I was have, like, let's stop talking about business. Yeah. But that's it's that's what's funny when you have four entrepreneurs come together that are also they also travel. And they're a couple. They're a couple. They travel. They work on the road. Like that's a big passion, right? Like we love talking about building things and creativity and mm-hmm. inspired ideas and what can you do next. And it was funny because they were like, no, like we love this. We love like talking to other entrepreneurs. So the conversation kept going, whatever. And we had just like the best night. So much fun. We shut the place down. We shut the place down. They bought us dinner, which I thought was like so incredibly kind. Like just like to be thoughtful, you know, like just like, hey, like we love meeting you guys. It was so nice, whatever. We didn't know they were doing that. We also ordered three bottles of wine (laughs) and I think it was like good wine too. It was really good. Yeah, it was like one of the wines that we had on the tour. Uh, So anyways, that happened. And then we just stayed in contact. Like on WhatsApp, we pretty much have talked every single day. pictures of different travel days and things like that, yeah. Just knowing that we were going, oh, other thing. They invited us to Derek's birthday in Miami to fly on a private jet from Sarasota to Miami and then to go on a yacht with them for like his birthday, basically. (laughs) And we were like, "Uh, okay, don't threaten us with like... The most amazing. Yeah, like that's crazy. So we've just stayed in contact and we're like... It's in November, so we're thinking about maybe going, but we're just not sure what is everything going to look like. You know, we got a lot of balls in the air right now. Mm -hmm. Stayed in contact. And then um, uh, Jessica follows our Instagram stories, and we were talking about, okay, like all this housing stuff and how we haven't found housing and, you know, whatever. So, but we found the place. So we're like finding a place for two nights. We'll figure it out. Like it's not a big deal. So we went to dinner because there's this cool place called the Time Out Market that literally is like some of the best Portuguese chefs all in one place. And they showcase like all the, like, things you want in to eat in Portugal all in one spot and it's open to like one they have like a a port lounge they have like a, a wine bar they have yeah I know they have a beer like serving like this cool beer thing where like you order these beers on the screen then somebody goes and pours it for you and then brings it to your table it's like a cool experience like I really enjoyed it there. that was my favorite place to eat there twice in one day yeah it was we incredible did. we went for lunch and dinner yeah only time I've been hungover though was drinking wine. Only time since we've left. Yeah, in Italy and Greece, like the wine just does not give you a headache at all. I don't. I'm not going to say that about Portugal because that's the only time I've had wine here. But like I pretty cheap white wine though. I I mean the first class was like nine euros. But the, the but then I came back and I was like, can I have the cheaper ones? They were four euros. Yeah, but I yeah I felt like total dog shit the next day. But anyways, the ne- uh, I come over to the table and Aaron just like sitting there with like his mouth open and like looked like scary, like a gorilla. And I'm like, like a blank stare. Yeah, I was like, what's up? Did something happen? What? I'm scared. You're scaring me. And he was he just like showed me, and it was a picture of basically like a hotel room, and basically Derek and Jessica booked us two nights at this incredible hotel like a fancy five-star hotel in lisbon and with breakfast uh which is amazing amazing. which is a move and they were like listen you know they knew 
Yeah, it's a move. What's that mean? You don't know. Like, Which is a move? Like, like that's the move. Did you just make that up? Okay, you don't like. No, which friend? Never, talk, which friend talks about that? Babe, it's like, it's a it's a phrase people use. Like, like the move would be to go get pastiche. Like that that's the move. Like, what do you do? Like that's the move, right? Like that's like a like we, that's what we but say. You were saying that that was a good thing. That so, was a move. So you. That was the so move. So you can refer to that as like a good thing? That, yeah, that's the move. That's good. That means good. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. We need to like catch you up, old man. Okay. okay. I'll school you. Don't worry okay. after this. So that was the move. Okay. And they said that, so they knew we didn't have a place for two days. And they said we wanted, you know, if, if, if you were home, we would send you a bottle of champagne to congratulate you. They knew we were launching the backpacks this week and they were really excited for everything. And like, we wanted you guys to just relax, unwind, chill, not stress, because the next two years are going to be <laughs> wild. And we just wanted to say congratulations on your launch. And so they booked us these two nights at like the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at. I mean, it really, anyway. like, it literally, like Kim said, I was like, I didn't know how to react. Like, obviously, I love doing those kind of things for people. That total surprise, that total unexpected, like, no strings attached, like, here you go, just enjoy it, right? Yeah. And so I know that feeling, and I know what people want in return when they do that. Like, I don't want people to, like, you know, fight me for it or, like, you know... You just want to accept it. Like, go accept it and enjoy it. Yeah. Because I did it, so I was trying to, like, process that, but it was also so big for me, and it was, like, just the the act of kindness, like, literally just, like, brought me to tears of, like, wow, like, we just met them, we did hit it off, and they're just supporting us. Yeah. And I, I, it's just beautiful. Like... I don't know. It yeah, it was it was a moment. And you said about the mirroring, which I thought was yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah, because I was like, because you were like, oh, my gosh, like, that was just so kind and so thoughtful. And, like, I'm like, but, you know, that's what's important to us. Like, going back to even the Travis S. Impact Fund, like, that was important to us. Like, we want to be able to give back and make a difference and help out other people along the way. Like, that's important to us with money and also, like, with hands, with our work, right, mm -hmm. too. That's truly something we value deeply. And so Jessica and Derek were basically marrying that like kindness that we, we want to do. Yeah. They were marrying that back and showing us what's possible and being an example and inspiring us of like, wow, like I would love to do that. Like to be like, hey guys, like we booked you this beautiful room for two nights. Relax, enjoy yourself. Like stop thinking about where you're gonna stay. Like we got you, like what a like what a beautiful thing to give to somebody. Well, and he told me too. He sent me the message. He said if they ask you if you want to like more points or the breakfast, make sure you take the breakfast. Yeah, that's the move. Okay. <laughs> breakfast is always the move. But it was cool. Anyway, that it was, was just, it was amazing. So we basically it really touched us. It really did. And like and we checked good. out of there, and I mean the shower was amazing. The bed was a king size, king size bed, which we haven't slept on in six weeks. Ugh. So it was nice to get back into like a comfortable king size bed and just totally relax. We had an amazing gym that literally because of COVID we just booked it, and there wasn't people fighting for the gym. So Kim and I had the whole gym. Yeah, have an appointment. Yeah, like they literally would stock it with like wrap towels and and hand sanitizer and like fresh cold water and like. It was amazing. And then we just and, book our time for breakfast. And the first night there. we 
watched a movie in bed, which we haven't watched a movie since we've started traveling. We haven't watched anything since we started traveling, like besides YouTube videos, right? But like not shows and like movies. And so we laid in bed and we watched The Judge, which was a really good movie. And it was just, we got room service and it was disgusting. So it was really bad. I wouldn't recommend it. But the we got to eat in bed. We got to watch a movie and just like totally unwind after a hot shower and like jammies. It was just, it felt really good. And yeah. and now today we are in our new place, first day here. And we're still waiting for that email from Amazon to come over. Right, but we have a lot of things to do. Like for instance, I missed my first Sunday of a video. And we've only released five vlogs and I have 17 folders of vlogs to do. Yeah. So like, we have a lot of work on top of getting prepared for this launch. So I don't want the Amazon email to come through tomorrow. Like I want to be able to prepare a little bit more, clean up our website, get things yeah. like worked out. Like there's a lot of stuff to do in the meantime. So that way when that email does come through, it's game on. Let's right. go. Right. So totally. anyway, we've been talking for a long time. I know we missed one podcast, so I guess we'll if we're making up, up for we'll lost time. For it. So this is that podcast that we missed and this one. So yeah. Anyway. Enjoy. Uh, there'll be a lot more coming from Lisbon or Lisboa. Um, <laughs> if you're listening in Portugal to this, then it's Lisboa. Um, everywhere else is Lisbon. But um, we will be doing a couple more from here, which yeah. will be awesome. And we'll keep you guys posted. On we'll our... see you next Tuesday. <laughs> okay. That's the move? I mean, what else? Is that the move? That's the move. What else? There's nothing the left move. to say. Okay. So you got it. Man, we've learned a lot. This, Make sure to follow us. So the move is okay. to follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. Follow our Insta story and go check out our YouTube channel, Please. Kim and Aaron. And we're releasing vlogs every Sunday, except last Sunday. And we're sharing our whole experience. If you want a visual of all the things that we're up to, like this is story time and then the, the vlogs actually like cool things that we're doing. We don't talk all the time like this. And Instagram is daily. Oh, so the move is to follow us on YouTube and Insta and we will see you next Tuesday. Yeah. And I mean, just for instance, I'm Oh my out, God, you're still talking. I'm staring out our window and I created, instead of skid row. Oh my God. I created skiv, like skivvies. And all of our underwears are hanging from the uh, balcony on the little hooks. And only Kim's underwear is skid row. <laughs> no, yes. yours have skid marks all over them. It's disgusting. Right. I'll leave you with Well, that. because there's not a dryer. I'll leave you with that. There's Bye, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday.